authors, editors, publishers, book cover designers, agents, critics, readers. A whole lot of professionals come together for a book. We are going to explore the world of books in our unique podcast show called Book Lounge. Book Lounge is brought to you by iCafe Podcasts, born with a collaboration between Tell Me Your Story and Zero Hour Entertainment. I am your host, Koral Dasgupta, all set to ask some interesting, straightforward and fun questions to our guests. I, Koral Dasgupta, will be talking to author Anand Nilakantan, and it's my pleasure to invite you to the show, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. So, Anand, I have been reading your books and I know a little bit about your profile. So, engineering, cartooning, writing are very diverse skills. How do they come together for you? I don't know whether they are diverse skills. Everything is about creativity. So, I don't think it is a diverse skill. So, mm-hmm. Engineering was uh, not a choice. It was forced upon me <laughs> <laughs> by the parents and the society and other things. So, the first chance I got to escape, I escaped. That's all. Okay. <laughs> Cartooning I used to do, uh, even now I keep drawing something or other. Hmm. Uh, and writing is a part of you. You might have seen many or most of the writers are either they sketch well or yeah. they draw well or they sing. And yes. I cannot sing for my life, <laughs> but I can draw a bit and paint and all. And these two go together. I don't know why. Most places mm-hmm. I observed, either it will be a combination of writing and uh, drawing or uh, it's a combination of uh, writing and singing. Music, yeah. yeah. Music, yeah. So about writing, uh, you started writing and immediately became a bestseller. How did that happen? Did you uh, have it in you right from the beginning or you created yourself? For me, it was an element of luck was there, if I can say so. Mm -hmm. But uh, my writing, like I wrote what I wanted to write. Uh, Mm -hmm. I didn't choose uh, the most successful genre Mm -hmm. where a lot of people are reading. Then I should have gone for the college romance love stories. Yeah, you didn't choose a successful genre for that matter. Asura, when uh, I had started writing, now it is eight years now, the first book, Asura, Ravan, it was a very unconventional topic. Absolutely. Not only that... um, it took almost 10 years for me, 4 years huh? of research, uh, more than 10, almost 12 years. Uh, because 6 years I took to write, 5-6 uh, mm-hmm. years, uh, uh, around 3-4 to four years I was roaming around to collect material from folk tales oh. and other things. And 2-3 to three years it took for the thing to get published. Mm-hmm. Uh, by that time a lot of trends would have come and changed, so I was not bothered about that. I mm-hmm. just wanted to write what I wanted. And there was an element of luck because uh, maybe I was at the right place at the right time. I mm. can't discount that. But uh, almost 12 years of hard work also is there uh, behind it, which also you can't discount. Absolutely. And uh, this 12 years of writing, that was with your full-time job? Definitely. No? Otherwise, I would have starved. <laughs> yeah. And I don't look like as if somebody who has starved. <laughs> <laughs> That is quite, uh, I mean, quite some dedication, I must tell you, because uh, with a full-time job, it's very difficult to kind of... Actually, only with a full-time job, uh, when you are uh, speculative writing what you do, you don't Mm. know whether the book will be published, book will get... uh, Only with a full-time job you can do. Absolutely. Otherwise, only in the films you find uh, the writers... Only in the films you have uh, a romance uh, element with the... uh, The poverty (laughs) and writer roaming around and some beautiful girl loving loving him in spite of his bad looks and stinking (laughs) dress. These things never happen in real life. Real life 
बाहुबली I just feel that you just came like you know zap. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> it happen must... anywhere like that. <laughs> it is a Rajinikanth film. It happens after a song. Suddenly you are driving a bullock cart. After a song, suddenly you start driving a Rolls Royce. That doesn't happen in life. <laughs> I wish it happens like I that. Wish, seriously. <laughs> so your books have a very larger than life element. Do you see yourself as a larger than life person? I don't see. I ha- I'm a very ambitious person. Mm-hmm. So I always want. to be a larger than life person <laughs> but i am had to be that's a truth okay so that is there always i am very ambitious even before writing asura my wife will vouch for it at that time everybody used to make fun the first line i wrote was this is going to be a best seller i had not written even a single line my god <laughs> and it took 12 years to complete that <laughs> the first line was that and second line was uh, the irony tomorrow is my funeral which it starts uh, the asura mm. starts from uh, <laughs> So that also, I was. They were telling it's a very negative, you know, spiritual start. Why are you starting with this? <laughs> I said this is a rebellious book. Yeah, so start with the end. So Asura you, starts with yeah. the end. You never know what works, no? And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have been hearing stories from different people now, and these kind of stories, you know, are so inspiring that, <laughs> like, it's like something. It reminds me of that Ratan Tata dialogue that I don't take right decisions. I take a decision and make it right. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it was like uh, people were telling when I was writing. See, I was a fairly. Uh, I had a decent job when I had started uh, writing. Ah, uh, With a, a typical, uh, a, what do you call a small town. Uh, families ambition all i had fulfilled by yeah. that time so there is no i had a phase after the college where i was uh, without job starving and all a small phase 6 7 mm. months is there uh, that's a different thing but after that uh, it was a very regular boring uh, <laughs> a public sector psu life yeah. i had uh, married uh, the, the grihastha phase a uh, grihastha phase job and <laughs> married the family uh, woman i wanted <laughs> i had two beautiful kids i had constructed my house. So, so actually by 33 i hit the midlife 30 by either 30 <laughs> i hit the midlife crisis <laughs> i don't know what to do now so that is what i had put it in asura that the greatest tragedy of life is that you achieve your dreams god <laughs> after that you don't know what the hell after you are going to do you don't know what to do <laughs> so from there it from boredom it started so uh, i wanted to do something then i experimented with a lot of things mm-hmm. it's not that uh, I immediately went for writing. I experimented with uh, doing um, cartooning. I used to get a lot of prizes for cartooning in uh, the college youth festivals and other mm-hmm. things. In Kerala, as a culture of a lot of youth festivals yes. and competitions, so I used to get a lot. 
not that much in stories more than that it was uh, <laughs> cartoons and even uh, because at that time even in stories i used to write all uh, kind of sarcastic humorous stuff instead of any okay. uh, so asura also used some a ton of sarcasm in that yes i remember this uh, so i <laughs> i used to use uh, uh, those things so when i wanted uh, to do something other than your regular job uh, mm. at that time i had a very bad boss i should thank him uh, so uh, <laughs> so it was a stress buster ah it was a stress buster uh, then i started drawing i started painting means restarted mm-hmm. after 10 15 years uh, but uh, a few then my cartoons again started getting published but then by that time i had become very ambitious so cartoons mm-hmm. were fetching me 25 rupees 50 rupees for cartoon ha no <laughs> 25, back in 12, 12 15 years back but okay. 20, still 25 rupees 50 rupees uh, not even a vada pav uh, yeah. uh, this thing not even a masala dosa at that time i was in south so no vada pav yeah. not even a masala dosa it would have fetched then after that uh, i shifted to writing the same humorous stories but they were also fetching 100 rupees 150 rupees in the local magazines mm. then i had like uh, you started using your management principles and all how to <laughs> expand at least <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere you had to use it, so I decided I had to shift to English. Uh, so I started writing in English. Mm-hmm. Now the funny thing is that I write in Malayalam also. I published in Malayalam my books, novels, mm-hmm. and all. Somebody else translating my work to Malayalam sells more than my original Malayalam books. <laughs> That is the irony of life. <laughs> Much more, almost ten times more than my original Malayalam. My book. God! <laughs> Because original Malayalam book now whatever I am writing, I started writing in a very literary uh, style. Right. Because uh, even if it is going to be popular, a, a single uh, Indian language is not going to yield you that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. why to compromise? So I was writing a proper uh, literary thing in Malayalam, and I write whatever uh, to make it popular in the uh, English. So the popular one, when translated to Malayalam, is more easier to read more than my colloquial, <laughs> colloquial and easier to read than my Malayalam which I write, which is more poetic and lyrical. So I and I, because my uh, command of language is. Much better in Malayalam. English is a uh, I learned very late, mm-hmm. so it's a forced language. I, I don't have that kind of flow which I have in Malayalam okay. uh, for uh, uh, English. Hey, even literature, uh, when we uh, come out of our mother tongue, I completely know where you come from because I also come from Bengal. And though I I have studied in a convent school, I thought in Bengali and wrote in English. So obviously that always remained, and the whenever you write English, coming from that background, whenever you write English, you want to make a big thing out of it. That mm. I write the best English in the world, kind of a feeling for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it quite a, a different level English. <laughs> it doesn't make it a colloquial English. Colloquial English, but uh, this uh, this phase I came out uh, in the sense that I decided mm. I won't worry about. Uh, Uh, the kind of because I am not an English uh, graduate. Mm. English, I did my engineering and uh, petroleum uh, mm. <laughs> management, uh, <laughs> so it has got nothing to do with my English and my comfortable language is Malayalam. So I thought that there is no point in making. So some of the criticism which comes is all these uh, Ravana, Rama, and all are speaking in modern English. Yeah. Then I said, what do you expect? Do they will they speak in Shakespeare in English? That also <laughs> is stupid because Absolutely. they would have been speaking in Sanskrit or Tamil or whatever yeah. language of that time. And then some of 
the words you have to use the sanskrit or the the local language only uh, it will not make sense so whatever what i do is i write the way in which we speak english now yeah. i don't bother about uh, so bahubali also speaks in the modern like uh, the typical city english of uh, mm. india so i don't go for any flowery flourishing language which i can't handle also so why to okay. bother about it better tell a great story <laughs> absolutely rather than trying to yeah, do trying acrobatics to in <laughs> language which i try to do in malayalam of course <laughs> because i know not many people are going to read so i can do anything <laughs> Uh, Anand, uh, as a child, someone must have introduced you to mythological stories. Who? My father that? had introduced. Uh, okay. Father, most of the stories which he uh, told, I used to rebel at that time itself. So most of my stories are rebellion against thing. But first, I learned about the original, the real, real story. thing. Not only that, I come from a place uh, called Tripunitra near Cochin. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, capital of the twelve Cochin kingdom. Mm-hmm. So Maharaja of Cochin used to live there, and there are around 108 temples. Mm-hmm. So in Kerala, all the temples are the places where the art and art forms are uh, traditional Imaging. things are still performed. Yeah. In the sense that these are all very old temples, some mm-hmm. thousand, thousand, thousand five hundred years old old temples and structures, such as the Skutambalam, what they call the performing place, yeah. where they have uh, all the kind of traditional art forms like Kadagali, Ottanthollal. Mm-hmm. nangyar kuth chakyar kuth and all the kind of traditional pavakuth a lot of them are there which are 700 years 800 years 1000 years 2000 years old tradition is still going on mm. so they all deal with the puranic stories and they are very uh, subaltern also so all these things uh, i have seen seen this so my uh, people ask what research did you do what is your reference book my re- reference and research is all the folk tradition mm-hmm. then when i started writing seriously i traveled across and i found this kind of similar tradition dying of course it is not as vibrant as it is there in uh, kerala because of the patronage is not there in many places mm-hmm. Uh, but still it is existing in andhra in many parts of the north india tamil nadu karnataka uh, southern karnataka like kerala it still exists mm. uh, few places you find that uh, uh, this thing which has a different kind of ramayana and different versions of ramayana not in the complete versions you find the tidbits of uh, some story yes. uh, hanuma and every place in india is connected with ramayana or mahabharata yes. pandava has sat here rama had taken bath here he had kisi a coconut pair, Yeah, something or the other something or the other is made is made there it is so linked with uh, yeah. all these things so all these stories uh, form the basis of my uh, narration so anand i am very tempted to ask you this that i have uh, visited south india and i have felt that there uh, people are very rigid still very rigid very orthodox in maintaining the truest form of uh, mythology be it in worshiping be it in believing be it in uh, consuming given that your writing is so experimentative and uh, as you say rebellious how did the i mean didn't the acceptability become a actually problem? acceptability is more in the south because this kind really? of uh, uh, literature my only uh, what you call speciality is that i wrote it in english hmm. otherwise uh, all the classical languages of the south literature abounds with uh, this kind of rebellious take 
Okay. Is nothing new which I have done. I am just mm-hmm. following that oral storytelling traditions of thousands of uh, years and thousands of artists. Mm-hmm. I just uh, did it in English. Nothing more than that. Mm-hmm. So uh, the rigidity usually comes in places where it is uh, the culture has totally changed. Hinduism as such is not rigid at all. Absolutely. It accepts questioning. So all the things like what I am telling uh, in Asura and all in Kathakali, they have dealt with it. Yes. Uh, already okay. they have dealt with all these things in Ottantulal Kunjan. Nambiar, the 16th century, 17th century poet, uh, he is very sarcastic and is uh, supposed to be a Hasya Kavi also. Mm-hmm. So he delves with all these kind of questions like uh, uh, there is this famous Thullal uh, part, Thullal called Kalyana Saugandigam where uh, Bhima mm-hmm. is stopped by Hanuman. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an old monkey, I think hmm. you might be perhaps aware of the tale where Bhima goes to get the Kalyana Saugandiga flower right. for Draupadi and he reaches the Kadalivana where the Hanuman as an old monkey hmm. is uh, stopping on his way. Hmm. So there in the entire Otantulal what happens is the Hanuman makes fun of Pandavas, Krishnas, everyone hmm. Hmm. in a very sarcastic tone. I, do, I think you cannot translate it uh, now in English hmm. uh, the same with the same tonality Absolutely. if you translate it. Some people may get offended but this was Some played. People, <laughs> there will be a group that will get offended. Get offended. These are the, but this, is, this was played in temple and people used to, the scholars of this thing they used to laugh uh, mm. hearing this so it is not that he is doing it in a tone of disrespect it is just the tradition itself mm. is such that that you view the entire thing from all angles Correct. so if you really go into the tradition what is Ramayana and Mahabharata it is considered as the play where Jaya and Vijaya mm. the bodyguards of uh, Vishnu come as a uh, uh, Ravana and Kumbhagarna mm-hmm. or uh, Kamsa and uh, Shishupala in the south, of mm-hmm. course, uh, Dandavakra in the north, uh, or Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakashivu, and Vishnu comes to redeem them. Mm-hmm. So it is already decided that it is a play. It's not an evil, good or bad evil. Mm-hmm. It's already a play to show the human emotions, how people work, and uh, it's just a method. Right. And people are free, and they are still, they have done a lot of works have come uh, in Tamil, in Malayalam, in Kannada, uh, in Telugu and all. Uh, N.T. Ramaravu in Telugu had played a lot of uh, uh, the so-called uh, uh, negative characters as mm. Duryodhan, as uh, Ravan. He had come a lot, mm. apart from being playing Krishna, Rama and all. Same way, Kannada also they had done a lot. Uh, Tamil, it is uh, a given that they mm. will do in Malayalam. Uh, plays like... Um, uh, uh, the uh, the Vaila Ramorma's uh, poetry is there uh, on Tadaga. Uh, these are all the uh, subaltern Turks uh, or uh, Ramanaputri uh, and uh, Sri Gandhanaya's uh, famous play was there mm-hmm. 70 years back, 60 years back. Uh, uh, then Aravindan's film is there, Kanchana Sita. Right. So all of them have, uh, I'm just giving some few yeah, examples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bengal also has the same tradition. Yes, Meganada yes, yes. Vada and uh, even much. the Hindi, Vayam Rikshamaha and uh, other things were all subaltern tradition. So wherever tradition is there, one of the things, um, the tradition, uh, traditional places uh, encourage is the debate. Yes. 
So, vada and pradivada, puravaksha and uttaravaksha, it yes. keeps happening there. So, this is just one method of telling the story, nothing else. Absolutely. So, I have done both. No? For TV, mm-hmm. I have done from Siya Keram, I have told ah. it from Sida's point of view. I had written the hit series of Mahabali Hanuman, where, mm-hmm. whereas I have written in book as Vanara, where Bali becomes mm-hmm. a hero, whereas in Mahabali Hanuman, Bali is the villain. It's just from which angle you are sh- uh, showing the showing light. the uh, story. Correct. Uh. Okay. So, uh, and the women have played a very strong uh, characters in your stories so is it a conscious decision to explore the pains and pleasure of a woman if or? you really follow our tradition you will have to give uh, a lot of importance to uh, women because mahabharata or ramayana is a story of women more than the various absolutely ramayana is more sitayana more than mm. ramayana because it is a sita's choices which drives ramayana forward mm. Rama, if you really see Rama, is a passive character. If you really analyze mm. it in, through the story angle, every decision is thrust on him. His father asks him to go to forest. He goes to forest. Mm. Ravan kidnaps his wife. Then he has to go and fight. Mm. Uh, somebody uh, slanders uh, his wife. Uh, then he has to abandon her. So every decision is forced on her. It is not that he is taking decision. Yeah. Whereas Sita's is all about choices. So Rama, you know, that is why, uh, like Sita decides to marry him because. Mm. Uh, in Swayamvara condition, if you really analyze, his uh, he had not strung the bow. He had broken the bow. Hmm. <laughs> so he didn't uh, follow the conditions of Swayamvara. Hmm. In Valpengi Ramayana, uh, is, there is no Swayamvara actually, what you see like uh, TV. But in other Ramayana, it is there. Hmm. Valpengi Ramayana, Swayamvara had happened one year before uh, Ram had reached uh, uh, yeah. uh, Mithila. Hmm. But in uh, Tulsidas Ramayana and other Ramayans, it's like one day it is happening and everybody coming and uh, like that. So that's a different discussion. But um, Sita then chooses that she will marry Ram. Hmm. Then Sita chooses to go with Rama. Sita chooses, uh, when Hanuman comes and says that I can take you back uh, to Rama when hmm. he comes to visit Lanka, Sita chooses not to go and says Rama will have to come and redeem me. Otherwise his honor will be so like that is all her choices uh, when she is abandoned she chooses to bring up the children mm. and they defeat the Rama's army Leva and Kusha and when she is asked for Agnivarisha again she chooses not to do it and go back yeah. so it is her choices which uh, drive around similarly the case with Tara the case with Mandodari Absolutely. the case with Kunti the Draupadi, Draupadi. Yeah. Uh, I even consider Sita as much more stronger character than Draupadi because mm. Draupadi is anger led to destruction. Hmm. Sita's uh, actions are more about Sita's revenge is sweeter. Hmm. That is why Sita is uh, among uh, Panjaganyas or Panjasatis as per some other tradition, but Panjaganya hmm. mainly. Why she is, uh, because uh, her actions are all positive, whatever action she takes. Hmm. Whereas Draupadi is, is like a, uh, only one emotion is there, that's anger, it's a revenge. Hmm. And it results in too many deaths. Yeah. Whereas Sita's revenge is like Shakuntala's revenge. You know, she brings yeah. up uh, the kids as a single mother and uh, uh, to defeat each and every warrior of Rama, including Ram himself. Yeah, that is a completely different brand of feminism, actually. It's a completely uh, uh, different brand of feminism. And uh, the question you asked, you know, why a lot of female characters? Uh, Valmiki used the answer for that. Uh, mm-hmm. In Uttar Ramayana, when it starts, until then, for Rama is God for Valmiki. Hmm. After that, he says, uh, now I am with Sita. Or rather, Sita is with him. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because um, 
again this is by kalidasa he says rudidanusari kavi a mm. poet or a writer is the one who is uh, with the people who are suffering with the people who are downtrodden with the people uh, who are crying rudidanusari kavi this is the dharma of a poet or a writer or this thing to stand uh, with the uh, oppressed or the downtrodden is a, that is what the tradition is True. telling about and one more thing is uh, uh, which comes from the uh, the shiva puranas in the south uh, perhaps i had written it about somewhere i don't know i don't, I don't remember somewhere i had written about it as an article uh, about uh, freedom of press we talk about <laughs> Uh, there is this incident where in the sangha tamil sangha the head of sangha was nakiran okay so nakiran uh, uh, the pandian kings gives a, a poetry to fill <laughs> so one small small time poet who is a bhakta of shiva he goes and prays i don't have money is a well, uh, what he called not a very talented poet <laughs> so shiva himself fills it the poetry the tamil poetry and gives <laughs> it to uh this thing he goes and uh, uh, narrates it to the king and king says it's a great poetry mm-hmm. as if it is his own poetry then the head of tamil sangha says uh, the poetry is wrong okay uh, you can't give him the prize mm-hmm. uh so this guy goes back and shouts at uh, shiva and shiva comes uh, in the as if saying that i have written the poetry as a poet poet says shiva comes so the question here is in that poetry he has written so it is simple thing parvati's hair is fragrant by itself hmm so the nakiran says the head of sangha says it is wrong because no woman's hair will have fragrance by itself only if you put fragrant flowers and other things fragrance will hmm. be there so this is all what you are writing is bullshit hmm this becomes a big argument then the shiva shows his own form saying hmm. that i am parvati's husband i am shiva himself and uh, uh, now you tell Hmm. Then Nakiran says, even if you are Shiva, Shiva himself, even if Parvati is your wife, uh, what is truth is the truth. I'll tell it at your face. You are lying. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's a traditional story. <laughs> Then Shiva, burn, Shiva says, I'll burn you. And Shiva gets angry. Huh. He's get angrier and angrier. Right. But he keeps in stand. Everybody tells him to say calm that. Uh, calm down. Shiva himself is saying, why are you arguing with him? But he keeps on telling the stand that uh, it is. Uh, this is the truth and i will stand by it and shiva burns him okay shiva burns him and uh, he gets burned and then shiva revives him and says that this is the dharma of the writer this okay. is what uh, this is how you stand up against fascism this is how you stand up against tyranny he is standing up against the god itself okay <laughs> that is quite but like quite a different world altogether what do you say this is how uh, like uh, so this is the tra- this is the tradition which makes uh, uh, tanali rama tell uh, the krishna devaraya that he is a fool this mm. is a tradition where birbal is able to tell uh, akbar mm. that birbal not only told proved approved that, that you are no use. <laughs> of of you so this uh, tradition Uh, comes from these are the roots of india uh-huh. from this it is coming that is why when people say people are getting influenced people are getting afraid uh, always in this country people are stood up uh, somebody will stand up and say that you even if you are right. shiva you are wrong <laughs> so such a fantastic input anand i must tell you and i'll digress a little bit into some other world of books and your relationship with books i would like to know that what is your relationship with your 
editor or editors uh, if you could tell I us i always had memory. a great uh, uh, in fact my first three books i should i owe a lot to chandralekha maitra she was my first editor uh-huh. uh, she had uh, in fact she had found the book they had kept for rejection lead start was a small okay. company she had uh, she by chance she happened to see the manuscript she started reading it she liked the power of the well, that's what she said power of writing and mm. that's how asura happened and she had handheld me during uh, the initial years so she in fact had made me similarly the uh, bahubali editor also deepthi and uh, divya they were all quite good then of course with vanara it is uh, miliaishwarya who made mm-hmm. me of penguin who made me write it as a novel mm-hmm. which is becoming a film now yeah otherwise i had it was it had formed the part of a uh, what do you call a short story series okay. which i was doing about women of uh, ramayana mm-hmm. which will be followed by women of mahabharata it's actually initially written in malayalam which i uh, rewrote it not mm-hmm. translated Uh, in english uh, mm-hmm. simplified it and uh, translated to english uh, which came in uh, which is available in kindle mm-hmm. only for kindle i was writing mm-hmm. so one was uh, bhumija that is uh, how valmiki conceived ramayana how sita was born in his mind mm-hmm. that is one second was uh, a meeting between shurpanaka and sita when sita is banished mm. the two women with a chandala woman who is not bothered about any of this thing three women talking about all women's perspective mm, mm. then another was shanta the elder sister of rama who not many people know mm. who was given away by dasharatha so that he can have a male child mm-hmm. he didn't want a female child he gave it away to ramapada and ramapada asked her to go and bring rishyasringa so she has to go to the forest and uh, seduce rishyasringa and bring mm. it is a rishyasringa who comes and uh, Uh, brings rain in Ramabada Sangarajya and the same Rishasranga comes and do, do the Putragameshti Yajna. Hmm. And during uh, Dasharada's death, uh, he has four illustrious sons, no one is there, only Shanta is there. That's hmm. irony of uh, life and Ramayana. This story comes in Mahabharata actually, not in Ramayana. But mm-hmm. it's about uh, Mahabharata in Vanaparva, uh, Ramabhagyana Ramo, Ramo is there. Uh, which is about Ramayana, which mm-hmm. is almost as long as the original Ramayana. Mm-hmm. In that, the, all these stories uh, do come. So this was a part of that series okay. uh, where I was writing about Tara's uh, uh, end, end moments where she is uh, thinking about Bali. Right. She, when she read it, I just narrated it. She told me, "Why don't you write it for us as a full-fledged uh, novel?" Novel. as a big full fledged novel and from there vanara was born where bali and sugriva with bali as the hero sugriva uh, it's like almost shakespearean in uh, this thing no where mm. sugriva is like iago who mm. tries to get bali into trouble so that he can get tara so that mm. novel was born because of this editors so there's always been a very and malayalam also editors have been quite helpful to me they play such an important role they play an important lot of people a uh, lot of people not only editors editors do play an important role proofreaders play the cover designers Absolutely. play so many people even the last man on the shop who recommends your book he plays oh yes so there is uh, what do you call uh, any anybody's success it doesn't happen it, ha- it needs it's like a web of life uh, yes. so many things there's a cloud of people who cloud come of together. people and it keeps expanding that's all uh. Absolutely. so uh since you spoke about readers have you ever faced a reader whose depth would make you remember the interaction for life 
lot of them lot of them lot of them Tell do us write a few about, uh, i mean about a few Uh, because not everybody can write but the way they interpret at times is like you just feel that you are it's a wow moment for there is one bala subramaniam meghanathan uh, ambedkar he had uh, changed his name to meghanatha after asura uh, <laughs> but he had uh, written to me there is some venkate satish lola uh, who used to write to me regarding this and then there have been a few of uh, scholars uh, who have written to me in the sense that they are teaching sanskrit mythology and all those things at various parts of the country many people have done phd's on asura uh, or mphil's on asura and ajaya and uh, even vanara mm. so these people have written lot of articles uh, articles in the sense that like their research paper on this they have written to me about uh, many things which even i had not imagined that i had written like that <laughs> they had found more meanings than ever i had speculated but that's always like that no yeah. you find yourself in your novel all novels you read true that so actually it probably completes with the reader right i mean you it, have written uh, by writing you have done half the job and the circle gets completed when they write and, that and we also feel no the same novel we read at different age of life yes. it uh, looks different absolutely we ourselves uh, consume it from a different perspective at different age that is why see tv earns you a lot of money films get you a lot of fame and money but ultimately novels when you compare uh, even a highly successful novel like asura or ajaya mm-hmm. or even bahubali uh, will yield much lesser than one show or one film which i do True. but this is for eternity this gets translated to 14 15 languages it's a legacy asura. it's a legacy you leave who remembers i had i had earned a lot of money from all the serials which became hit who remembers who wrote it through that Absolutely. but people still remember asura people will remember vanara or ajaya or whichever book you write <laughs> even short stories you are written long yeah. back people remember about that but these things which yielded me a lot of money and uh, which yielded me a uh, lot of comforts in life with your all your luxuries in life uh, uh, more than that these things will live uh, the novels that's why you keep writing novels even now for the effort you put and the money you make even a highly successful i can call myself fairly successful in this field mm. even for a fairly successful guy the money it deals is nothing much you from a regular day job if you are, you will earn much more than that absolutely the satisfaction that you get is get completely is from a different then world. now one good thing is like uh, uh, these are going into film adaptation then you get a lot of uh, yes, money true. that's one good thing which is happening recently recently but a book like asura or ajaya not many will take for film adaptation uh, that is also there <laughs> it depends upon i think what is the vision of the filmmaker it depends on what is the condition in the country because also. you have shown a particular uh, picture i might see a very different picture after reading it depends upon who is reading <laughs> no now uh, people are hypersensitive no so i don't know yes. that also is there. Yes, so yes, not yes. many is an industry unlike yeah. a book which is an art film is an industry yes true so that. an industry there should be returns and nobody will take risk where yeah. uh, this kind of things are there true that so uh, next question is a little <laughs> uh, business uh, would you believe that the author's personality sells faster than books uh, please do reason out your response as many new authors would be looking out for your thoughts on this i don't know i can tell only from my personal experience i didn't where I, when asura had come for 3 years i lived in a place called belgam mm-hmm. 
Uh, there was not That's even the Karnataka border. Karnataka border. It's beautiful. Border. It's a beautiful place, but there is not even a, at that time there was not even a single English bookstop. So I had never visited My anywhere. God. I didn't do any uh, kind of marketing promotion for that promotion market. and all. And I don't know what kind of personality I will project for people to go and buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it may work for romance books and other things. Huh. Uh, but uh, my, for me as I was concerned, I was targeting a more kind of uh, serious readers. To be very mm-hmm. frank, uh, I'm not saying that these are non-serious. Uh, but my, uh, surprisingly, uh, my books were read by a lot of college-going people and a lot of uh, people above 45, 50, mm. 55 who don't get swayed by how glamorous or less glamorous you look. Uh, True that. Uh, so it didn't affect me much, but uh, there are uh, cases where you are a romance writer or other thing. You have to project yourself as something like that. And naturally, it's a very psychologically proven fact that people mm. who are good looking, uh, uh, there is a bias for anyone to support them. Uh, you mm. can Google it also. There are a lot of countless research. Mm. So that works even in if you now see uh, the singers. Uh, Mm-hmm. Most of the successful singers now are all uh, good-looking guys. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, uh, 40, 50 years back, when it was uh, only you needed a sound because mm-hmm. you'll be hearing it, you will not be seeing the singer seeing much. The now you have to perfu- uh, perform, perform it on yes. the stage, yes. so you have to be very good-looking. So and yeah. it plays a part. You have for to have that success. attitude. So many great, uh, yeah. what do you call many great uh, legendary singers, had they lived now, would not have become legendary, perhaps. Uh, because they didn't have the kind they of didn't have uh, the personality personality or the looks so looks in a visual era looks do play a part I don't deny that mm-hmm. but my kind of books whether it uh, whether I should look like Ravan uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> to sell Asura or Bali as a Vanara as like a monkey I don't know about that <laughs> so my last question Anand if you were a mythological character who would you be Ravan <laughs> You think you match Ravan in terms of temperament and attitude? Uh, I, I mean, why did you say Ravan? Ravan is the first person who haunted me to write the Asura. So Ravan <laughs> is always a very fascinating character. So probably Ravan, he never got Sita, but uh, still he got a lot of others. <laughs> and he had a cool flight also with him. <laughs> <laughs> and 10 heads, uh, it'll be difficult to pass through this door and all, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of rewards, but some compromises. Uh, some compromises. <laughs> He's such a big scholar, artist. <laughs> so many books he has written. So a lot of personality he has. True that. Uh, maybe he's the only one who can sing a group song alone. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the things which uh, not many can claim to. <laughs> Anand, I had a fabulous time talking to you. I think I laughed a lot. (laughs) I wasn't expecting. (laughs) Thank you, audience, for listening to our show, Book Lounge, brought to you by iCafe Podcasts. Please do reach out to us with your thoughts and suggestions on hello at iCafePodcasts.com. Subscribe to www.icafepodcasts.com and you can also hear us on other audio apps. Stay tuned with us for Book Lounge. iCafe is brewing.